1: W.R.K.S. Pickens-Jackson All systems go Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge
2: inside the Bank Plus Studio It's now our order. Live in the studio It's the of Bounds Show
1: with Low Bounds Streaming live worldwide on the of Bounds Radio app And on your radio at ESPN 105.9 All set, let's go
2: The Zone
1: Good morning. Welcome in. On a Monday, we are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Keep it on the dial. Stream us live on the Out of Bounds radio app and thezone1059.com. You can hit us up on the Farm Bureau Insurance call-in line, 601-707-3750. Twitter handle, at BowBounds.com. And, of course, what was Mississippi Ag is now Ag Up Equipment. Ag Up Equipment. Text line is 601-885-3776. We want your reaction from uh, the weekend series in Oxford where Hell State takes two or three from Ole Miss in Oxford again. Uh, Brad Cumbest, one of the heroes um, of the weekend, and uh, one of the best athletes that the state of Mississippi has produced in some time. And we know how athletic this uh, this state is in both uh, male and female sports. But that guy is a uh, is a different dude. He looks like he's, you know, hitting his stride. And uh, he came up with a big hit in extra innings. And Casey Hunt pitched twice over the weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday. And Lamonis... Did not think that he would be available on Saturday as they were at the park, and Casey Hunt uh, begged to pitch. And then there was still some back and forth, and then he pitched and uh, and pitched well in a hostile crowd against a team that desperately wanted to win uh, that series and maybe extend their hopes for postseason play, which looks like uh, that's slim to none. Um, the show is powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook. An award-winning DancingRabbitGolf.com. Now is the time right now to uh, go ahead and book a stay and play for the NFL draft uh, this Thursday and Friday. That's the meat and potatoes. And uh, you can play some golf. Uh, you can hit the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook, which is a really, really cool space. It's a sports bar, too. And then you can also hit Philip M's, which is old-style Vegas. And uh, you can send us pictures. Just of you hanging out having fun. Um, nothing personal. And, um,
0: no, Ed wrong. No, picks. I don't
1: need any of that. I'm just thinking you <laughs> in the bar area at Philip M's, you in the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook, are no. you on Dancing Rabbit Golf?
0: Course, you shirtless, a- challenging college students who dare threaten your masculinity. That's right.
1: <laughs> uh, hey, so uh, Blake and I will return the picks. Because we're going to be in Las Vegas on Thursday for the NFL draft and Friday, and I'll be there Saturday. Blake's flying back out to Dublin, Ireland. Um, There you go. But so I'm not going to hit the draft on Friday and Saturday. Thursday's going to be good for me, but I may roam around it. Yeah. And check it out. Um, It's going to be fun. And we're looking forward to going to Las Vegas on Thursday. And uh, I haven't been to the draft. This is a great place to go. Great venue for it. Um, my las vegas Raiders, i'm i right yeah. Dante Adams, one of my favorite players
0: lifelong fan you have been, uh, yeah, I can't remember the day that you've come in and not talked about your Las Vegas Raiders silver
1: and black <laughs> those are two colors that I love there you go and uh in fact, I think that's what I wanted to do the studio and Jeff Tanner was like that that's not gonna it's look a little quite too mon- right on 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 camera a
0: little too monochromatic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's awesome, though. I mean, Las Vegas goes up there to me with Miami. You know, I guess New York, I'd have probably have to say cause just because it's insane. You know, there's probably so much to do. But in terms of like attractive places to do the draft, right? Yeah. Vegas, Miami, well, LA. Well, I think you just
1: hit the two big ones
0: right yeah. there Vegas and, and Miami. Yeah. And, and maybe throw LA in there. Yeah. Because one now that they've got that new NFL facility, they may do one over there at that new Chargers. So far? Chargers, Rams. Yeah, beautiful. Stadium, yeah.
1: And the NFL did tens yeah. and tens of thousands of square feet and there. You can tell they're going to, anyway, split their offices, you know, kind of L.A. to New York. That's right. Um, Everybody's going West Coast. Who would you have for MVP of the weekend?
0: That's a great question. I would think Brad Cumbus is I right up there. I think he's in the
1: running. I tell you who really showed something to me was Preston Johnson. Oh, When you give up back-to-back-to-back home runs, And then settle down and pitch the way he did after that three and four
0: uh, four pitches.
1: Most kids, most people would lose their composure and it just wouldn't be a good outing and you wouldn't be out there much longer Mm -hmm. and you'd go ahead and get the towel and be in the shower. You'd be done for the day in the weekend. And instead he comes back and pitches very well. And he not only pitches well, he chews up a lot of innings. Mm-hmm. A lot of batters, a lot of outs for uh, Lamonis and Foxhall. I think that's a guy you could think about too.
0: Yeah, he pitched. If, if Preston Johnson wasn't indicative of what modern day baseball is, he gives up four home runs in two innings, but still pitches a great game and goes deep into the game and still is the... SEC leader or top two guys in strikeouts per nine innings. Yeah. I mean, that's that's baseball today. Give up the long ball, but they're all solo shots. Strike a bunch of guys did out. Did you just quote
1: Ron Polk this early on the show? I have no idea. What did I say? That's baseball.
0: Oh, it is. Okay. That's modern baseball right there. All right. It's home runs and strikeouts. Yeah. And that's what this weekend was, wasn't it? Oh, my god, Both teams, wasn't it? home Punch runs outs and strikeouts. And yeah. And leaving guys on base. A lot. And I know that's both teams
1: incredible. You know how how frustrating is that for Lamonis and Bianco? But the bottom line is Mississippi State takes another series from Ole Miss, and um, unless Ole Miss the by, by the way Mississippi State's still back against the wall. I mean they've they've got a lot of work to do to get in a regional, mm-hmm. but unless they pull a miracle, it's over for Mike Bianco in in Oxford and and at Ole Miss. Um, you know, we all know Bianco built a winner, packed Swayze, built the stadium and pumped hundreds of millions of dollars into the Oxford community over the years and out, but outside of a miraculous eight and four run, maybe nine and three to close out the season, Bianco and Ole Miss will part ways Mm. and, uh, it's sad and it's unfortunate but the way it goes in competitive sports. How many people leave on their own accord like Matt Luke? Mike Bianco has been a line and a warrior for Ole Miss tip of the cap to Bianco and his family for the impact they've had on Ole Miss and Oxford. But uh, Blake, it it just once, I, I don't know what happened March 14th. I don't know what was served that day or the, maybe the four or five days prior to that six days, but you go from number one to, I mean, on the outside looking in here, it's just uh, it's going to be a, a tough road, uh, virtually impossible. And you got to go to Arkansas this weekend. I mean, it's not like you're catching you know Kentucky mm-hmm. at home. It's number four, Arkansas on the road. Arkansas twelve and six. Uh, I know they lost to A and M yesterday. It was an eleven ten game, and. um, that was a huge win for A and M, but Arkansas, is, like you said, 12, they're thirty-one and nine.
0: No, they're not and, a bad team at
1: all. And the reason why they're overshadowed is because of what Tennessee is doing is so freaky. Mm-hmm. We would be talking more about a thirty-one and nine team, twelve and six in the SEC.
0: Yeah, they'd be leading the SEC usually,
1: right, or right at the top. But because Tennessee seventeen and one, which is unheard of. And 37-3, and three, it's almost like we don't understand that Arkansas could win the national championship. And I mean, they are a national championship yeah. contender again.
0: How apropos that we talk about the NFL draft and hit rate, miss rate, and we see some of the big boys of college baseball in the SEC all seem to miss on their hits this year. Oh, all right. Vanderbilt,
1: Florida, Mississippi State, and all Miss, all struggling. Now, a former power, South Carolina, but we're getting a decade removed. Yep is 6-12 in league play. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. The show is powered by MississippiSportsMedicine.com for any orthopedic hiccup. Big board coming up next. We'll tell you the guest list, and it's good.
2: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
0: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With
1: family and good morning welcome in the show is powered by mississippi sportsmedicine.com for any orthopedic hiccup it's also presented by the golden moon casino sportsbook and award-winning dancingrabbitgolf.com. book your stay and play for thursday friday nfl draft some great golf golden moon casino sportsbook and philip M's. that's a good 24 48 hours and that's DancingRabbitGolf.com. Hope you had a good weekend. Um, Blake Scott, did you have a good weekend?
0: I did have a good weekend. Had a really good weekend. Watched some baseball, played some disc golf, hung oh, out with some getting, friends. You getting ready for your tournament in a month? Man, you got you know you got to have fun with the boys. Yeah, you got to go out go out with the boys. Have a, a cold Miller Light and a little disc golf. Where did you play? The Reservoir. Okay. I ran into some fans yesterday. This was really funny. I was walking. Out off the course to the, through the parking lot, and with a buddy of mine, Gra- Chef Gravy, yeah, chef Gravy from he's the chef. He's been show. up here. Yes, uh, I think he won the shrimp and grits one many moons ago. Well, and he's a friend of
1: yours, and I don't, I don't see that you've gotten him back in studio. Yeah.
0: So you've dropped the ball. He uh, he now works a, a job from seven to four. I can't. He's he's stiff hours. Oh, he's got, he's got, I got stif- you. He's he's no longer I chefing it up. He's doing other oh, culinary things. I got you. so okay. Anyway, I walk through the parking lot. And uh, well, we're here at six fifteen. That's right. Uh, he can drop it off on his way in. Uh, we I was walking through the parking lot talking to, to Chef Gravy and a buddy of mine, or not, but a, a guy with two buddies of his goes, "Hey, that's the Blakey Blakester. Did he really? <laughs> yeah. And I started laughing. I went over and said hello, and they were th- three nice gentlemen from the Flowood Madison area and listened to the show. And so shout out to my my disc golf friends I met yesterday. Okay. So there you go.
1: Well. So I hung out at the house this weekend for the first time in a, a while.
0: You did a boat pick.
1: I did. I, I got the boats you. ready. I, so I was solo this weekend. Uh, Wendy was on a girl's trip to the beach. And so I was trying to play zone with the yeah. kids.
0: Did your house burned down?
1: Well, Wendy told me, please don't let the dog die. That was one of the things she said before yeah. leaving. Yeah, those are traumatic And then moments. she was like, uh, I need to make sure everything's okay. So I stayed there. I had a great time, though. Me and the dog hung out. But I got the boats ready for Saturday morning, and they both needed a lot of love. Yeah. Even though I just power washed one of them, it doesn't matter. Pollen doesn't care. No. Life, dirt, weather doesn't care. So I did all that, and... They had a great time out on the water, which was. I, and I went ahead and took a couple of laps before they all. The, I had ended up having fifteen teenagers at my house. Yeah. On mid Sunday afternoon. I mean, not Sunday, Saturday, Saturday yeah. afternoon. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Smart of you. But it worked out. They had a great time. Everything was good.
0: Good deal. Did yeah. You have a nice little Long Branch Boulevard. Yeah. Or something like yeah. that. Maybe? Well,
1: no, I didn't make. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't go. I, I'm not. I'm not Kevin. At at Castle Prom, but. Uh, but, no, I, I had some beverages, cooked some good food. It was fun. It was fun. That's good. Oh, well, the weather was good for us. It was great weather. And so I got outside. You know what I did, though, for the first time? You know, I've been hobbled with this knee thing, and it's doing better. But, like, I sweat a lot Saturday morning, and that felt great. There you go. You know, it's so good for you. You got to get those toxins out. Yeah. Oh, well, I'd, who knows what I needed to get out. That's right. That's right. But that felt great. I was drenched by, like, 11 a.m., and that felt awesome.
0: There you go. I'm glad you had a good weekend. Yeah.
1: Better weekend than Mike Bianca. Yeah, yeah this is not – I just didn't see anything like this. Never like, in my I, life. I, I, if you'd have told me Mike's going to get to the Super Regional and, then, and lose yeah. and Keith is still going to have to pull the plug because the fan base is just so – we're all so crazy and they want more. Yep. And because of what the rival has accomplished, I'd have said, Blake, if I'd have had to go on some kind of safari and you called me and said that happened, and they went to North Carolina and lost in a Super Regional, okay, but if you'd have told me this, um, I would have said you're... If I would have called in for the first time in three months, I'd have said you're crazy.
0: Yeah, truly remarkable that they sit now um, just... I don't even think it's... They'd have to go undefeated the rest of the way, basically, to get to the postseason. I mean, it's just. I got a question. Why did COVID help the teams that are mid
1: tier and lower tier in the SEC for this year um, kind of come up and bunch everybody together outside of tennis? I know we got a, an outlier, but you know where I'm going. Vanderbilt, Florida, Mississippi State, and Ole Miss, who have had a tremendous amount of success, three of the four have won national championships. Vanderbilt, more than one. Yes. Why did COVID, was it just so sporadic, impossible to go evaluate? Those teams may have kept even more kids because they didn't have quite as good of kids as Vanderbilt, Florida, Mississippi State, and Ole Miss, who kept dumping some players into the MLB draft. But the Auburns and the Bamas and even Tennessee – had players that were good, but they weren't in that top range, yep. and so they kind of kept their roster a little bit more intact coming out of COVID. And the two, four of the big boys have Take,
0: either super
1: yeah. struggled or are in in a space they haven't been in in
0: some time. Take I think it's a perfect storm of a couple things you just mentioned, and maybe a little bit more too. Last the COVID year twenty twenty one was good for the big teams that were that had a lot of talent because they didn't lose any to the MLB and no one transferred out. Because only five rounds. And no one transferred out that was ready to play and, and perform. Bam. That what they did do, though, is I, I, I bet if you go back and look, I know State and Ole Miss had this happen, but I think if you go back and look, probably Florida and Vanderbilt and maybe a couple others, they had some younger guys transfer out because of the COVID stuff because they saw they weren't going to get to play for another year, so they maybe went somewhere where they could play. And they still had players going to Major League Baseball. The next year. Right. So now you've got a bubble of you lost extra players in the transfer portal because they knew they were gonna have to wait an extra year to play. Then you lost players in the draft after twenty twenty one, and you didn't get to evaluate players coming out as quite as much. And here I'll throw you a third or so fourth I one. I think a lot of these teams that we're referencing that have kind of come up are, are more better and laden. But they also I think the team the four teams that took a step back didn't do enough in the transfer portal. No question. And and that is a key piece to the puzzle. That's a key. LSU's two best players came from Arizona. Absolutely, I know that's slightly, took... u- that's slightly unique, but the point remains that they went out and got different people. And Auburn went and got the kid from Sanford. Yeah, the big uh, dude. Oh gosh, I'm gonna like, say his name. Yeah, Place he, first and race. all
1: of us had a buddy who looked like that in college, who could put 15 beers in his left leg, and and then uh, Arkansas grabbed the transfer from Wake Forest, and so on. So.
0: Yeah it's, yeah, it's
1: it's one of those things where
0: you had a perfect bubble of things lined up that these schools – and I think if you go ask a Lamonis of a So Bianco, that probably allowed Georgia and – Tennessee, absolutely.
1: Tennessee and Auburn. Yeah. And Bama and maybe A&M, we'll see, to kind of somewhat close the gap on the four teams we're referencing. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And LA, Arkansas has been impressive because they went out and got some transfers. They even lost their starter, Peyton Pallet the season even started and they're still performing as well as they are so that's impressive by Dave Van Horn.
1: Arkansas can win it they're good enough.
0: At what point, let me ask you this question. At what point do Arkansas fans begin to ask the question Mike Bianco and Ole Miss fans are asking?
1: He's been to the CWS a lot.
0: A and lot. I think that I think that covers
1: you kind of like Mike Martin. When Be, you go that much, it's, you you can't It's a real chance, right? It's like going to the final four a bunch but not winning the national team. you're not letting that coach go.
0: There's no room to step up, right? Exactly.
1: So fair enough. That's the difference. And, and an AD's not touch. Why would he sit there and go, "Hold on." Yeah. I, I, I'm gonna run this guy
0: who doesn't make mistakes off the field. By the way, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. a great point. I'm with you. No, I, I don't
1: ever. Have, when I go to bed at night, I don't ever worry about getting a call
0: at 2 a.m. about Dave Van Horn on Dave Van Horn. Yeah, no, 100 percent. Or Chris LeMondis or yeah. Mike Bianco. Yeah, right. So that I think that's, that's why it's so hard for Keith. How many more tournaments did, does Bianco need on his resume that we're not having this discussion? I think two CWSs, and we'd be in a two much, more, two more, so three total.
1: Yeah. And we'd be in a different discussion. I agree. But you can't lose like this to your arch rival. Did you tell me four and eighteen? Four and eighteen in the last uh six series now. So Mike Bianco was thirty-four and thirty after the twenty fifteen season against Mississippi State. Thirty four and thirty. He's now thirty eight. Yeah. Since then, he's four and eighteen against Mississippi State. Yeah. So that I mean that's that's crazy math is what that is. Good morning, welcome in. The show is powered by Superior Foundation for all your foundation repair. Superior Foundation It's also presented by RPT and Rick's Pro Truck. Spray in bedliners and lift kits. SEC insider hit next.
2: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? <sighs> Ooh, a book club. <sighs> Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
1: I got a a question for you, Blake. Give me one second on that. Good morning. Welcome in. This is the Out of Bounds Show. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. This is ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Uh, Now's a great time to save on your auto and home insurance through Farm Bureau Insurance. And your local Farm Bureau insurance agent, the SEC Insider hit today. Is powered by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your auto and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. North Mississippi, Central Mississippi, South Mississippi. Farm Bureau Insurance, call in line 601 707 3750. Want to say good morning. Welcome in. Uh, Mississippi State takes two of three from Ole Miss, um, 18 and four since 2016. Mike Bianco was 34 and 30 against MSU after 2015. He's 4-18 since the 2016 season. They'll play again tomorrow. They'll play again tomorrow. M Braves, Mississippi Braves, Pearl, Mississippi, Hell State, Ole Miss, going at it one more time this year, unless they both make the SEC tournament and somehow get matched up there again. It has happened, as y'all know. In fact, they played the championship game in 2005. I think it was. So it was. that's where we are, four in a row. Um, they'll play tomorrow. Dogs, Rebs, Pearl, M. Braves, Mississippi Braves, Ballpark. Um want to throw out the what was Mississippi Ag is now Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. We're going to have Tom Luganbill on in an hour. Tom Luganbill at 830. Looking forward to that. NFL draft. He evaluated all these players coming out of high school. He called games where these players played uh, in college. And now... They'll be heading to the NFL. It's going to be an exciting week for uh, Charles Cross. Mr. Charles Cross to you, Blake Scott. That's right. And uh, Charles Cross, left tackle, Mississippi State. I don't know if he'll play left or right. Who cares? He's going to make a ton of money. He'll be worth $20 million by Thursday night. Not bad deal. Um, And then Matt Corral, quarterback at... Uh, at Ole Miss, which people are all over the place on that. So I can't tell you where how that's gonna shake out. If he goes um eleventh or thirty second. It's gonna get weird. There was an article dropped over the weekend that maybe should make us pause, but I mean, I don't know. People have to fill space and content and so on. So um I'm gonna stick with it though. Corral goes in the top 20. Were you
0: surprised he and Kenny Pickett had such low Wonderlick yeah, scores? Yeah, I
1: saw that, Blake, and I don't, you know.
0: For those who don't know, the Wonderlick is in theoretically an interle- intellectual test that they give you in the NFL, and yeah. quarterbacks are supposedly supposed to score higher scores yeah, because it's about decision-making and quick thinking and reaction and making yeah, good and decisions.
1: I watched Matt Corral enough to know that he had really good decision-making uh reaction time and all the other things and and look the the whole offense was on him it's not like some of the blue blood programs that we talk about that you can take off a series or two or even a game Mm -hmm. and still your team is so good that you can still win corral never got to take a game off No, i mean you think about that tennessee game that arkansas game that mississippi state game i mean we could go on and on that uh that when, A&M game, when they you, got up 19 to nothing.
0: When you take games off, you lose to Memphis.
1: There you go. All right. So let me switch gears. For, let's get back into baseball. Uh, before I do that, though, did you have, you said you played disc golf? I uh, did play disc golf Saturday. Did you have a, did y'all have a picnic? We did. Who told you this? Well, it's national, it was national picnic day. Was it?
0: Yeah. Really? Um, yes, on
1: the same day. On Saturday.
0: Oh my gosh! No, we had our club picnic. Our like local—it's called Judges—is the name. It's like Jackson something disc golf something. I don't know. Oh, it's been around since like the night. It's been around since Nate McCarty was actually athletic, right? So it's well that was never. (laughs) Woo! Shots fired from both sides. Uh, No, it's been around forever, Uh, and so they had. We had. It's like the so that's something where everybody's got to to be a part of
1: this club or organization. Is does everybody has to have a beard? Does everybody no. drinks craft beer yeah. <laughs> everybody has some kind of crossover subaru
0: that's right yeah and yep. how many people wear burks with socks uh a, there oh, are some uh, sandals it, there definitely are some sandals with no socks okay um not everyone has a beard there are some ladies there for sure and does everybody have some
1: something organic even if you don't really like it organic. but you think you have to talk about it in your backpack To eat at some point over the course of the day? (laughs) Like an organic granola bar, an
0: organic beef jerky, or organic... It's not quite that level. Okay. No, no, no. All right. we're, we're all we're all, we're still all Mississippi kids. Okay, well, not, that's not true. There's some transplants, but it's a lot of still Southern people, right? So it's I got still you. we had hamburgers and sausage and did all that stuff. Saturday. Oh, was, well, that's that's my kind of yeah. It was like the feast. start of the club season, so to speak, and so it's like what it's a big picnic. So it's like ends the last year and starts the new year type thing. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it was fun, man. We had a good time. I finished 37th out of the 70 people. So and that includes that's pro, not good. Well, that includes pros. That's oh. like I finished fourth in my division. Okay, thirty seventh overall. This
1: is a better number.
0: Yeah, fourth in my division, but thirty seventh overall. Okay, which is again that includes pros and things like that. So, um, it's really not as I could have finished like twenty second if I'd putted better. But it's so you good. didn't, you didn't. Uh,
1: Kevin Durant,
0: Kyrie yeah. Irving. I was your, there to just have uh, fun. your tournament this weekend. I was just there to have fun. We were, right. we were. This is the opening season. It's, it's not a no, no pressure. We're just having a good time. Got it. Yeah. All right. But it was fun. I will tell you that the best player out there has a monster energy tattoo, if that gives you any, just like where we're going. So, I just want to just pick everyone out there in Radio World to just take a minute and marinate on that one. He's amazing, too. Oh, my gosh. He's Well, you incredible. have to be. <laughs> he's so good. Does he have a job, or does he just yeah, play I disc golf? So. I mean, he's a pro, though. He plays in, like, high-level pro tournament. Yeah. Do you think Chad. that
1: that guy who's a pro that plays in high-level disc golf tournaments do you think that he brags about that to women at like no, in social settings? I,
0: I don't uh I don't think he does. He I think pretty sure he's dating somebody or something like yeah, that. Well, that I don't doesn't know. mean yeah. anything. Yeah. He uh I don't think you have to. I mean, I think you just walk with some you know, like Dak Prescott and, and Matt Corral, you just walk in and you know you're you're the bee's knees, as they say. Or like Derek Jeter told Tiger Woods. <laughs> yeah, they come to you, you don't right. go to them. Yeah,
1: absolutely. What What do I tell them? Just tell them you're Tiger Woods. Tell them you're a disc golf champion. That's it. That's right. They don't say anything else.
0: That's right. All right. I think that works. I found success with it. I just walk into bars around Jackson. I say I play disc golf, and they just flock. It's but you're not playing remarkable. at the pro level like no, this guy. No, no. Where,
1: where did this guy? How out of the seventy seven or however many players
0: first he finished no, first because he's amazing. Yes, no, I'm not joking. Like he's very good. He, was he twelve under through two. Does rounds. he brag about it on social media? No, he didn't have to. He's a he's when you're good, you don't have to do anything. Okay. Just be good. I don't know, man. The Tennessee baseball account on Twitter
1: lets people know that yeah, they're good. Yeah, because they've
0: never been good. Oh, I got you. You know that whole saying that the old heads used to say, act like you've been there before? Yeah. I, act like yeah. you've done that before? All right. I, you know, Brad Cumbus hit that home run in the 11th. Uh-huh. Just walked around the bases. Got over there. Tapped on the home There was no stomping. There was no crazy antics after a strikeout. There was no... You like know, Brandon Johnson, the is that name his before? name? Was Boris? that his name, Boris Johnson? Yeah, it's Brandon. Okay. Um, I you know I laughed at that because I'm awful. I love emotion. Don't get it twisted. Oh, you love I trash love it. talking. I love it, but you got to know how the moment. And it was a big moment. But that reaction was, I just struck a dude out in Omaha. Yeah. Not, I'm hopefully not going to gonna, win a super regional. Exactly. Hope this is not that wasn't the reaction of I'm hopefully not going to lose to my rival for the thirteenth straight time. Yeah. You know, and so I said this to you yesterday when we were on the phone, but I thought I said this to a buddy of mine when I was watching it. I was like, they better win because if he has to go back out on the mound, it's not going to be good. Yeah. And that's what happened. And Brad, you know, you hit it and you just walk around the bases and, you know, you've been there. That was a
1: moonshot from Cumbas. And it's. And I tell you what, between Jacob Gonzalez and Cumbas and Hunter Hines homers. I mean those things were going those things were flying to Tupelo.
0: Yeah, it's deceptive how far Brad's Goodness and, gracious. and Jacob's were. The the it doesn't look like it's far into the stands in the outfield, but you got to remember there's like 20 feet of nothing behind the fence. So that's a way farther ball than it looks. Yeah. It's it, they don't look as far at Oxford because of the way the stadium's Boy, set the, up. The ball flies out of that place. Dude, like crazy. I I just I, Yeah. Yeah, it the, was, the was it was ball electric, just the lies out of that, and place. I'll say this: it was an a- electric atmosphere yesterday, even yeah. though it had thinned out. Saturday, yeah, yeah, Saturday. Sorry, I'm used to yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's okay, you're yeah. you're in your disc golf thing. That's I get right, it. That's right. Um, it still was, even though State got up. By the time they got back, like you could feel that tension. There was a lot of, I think, hope and belief after Thursday's game, and Friday kind of sucked a little bit of the life out of the uh, out of the stadium. But Saturday, when the, when he hit that home run, you could tell the stadium felt like finally here it is we're gonna we're gonna get over the hump. Yeah, it didn't happen, and it didn't happen. Uh,
1: Columbus is on fire too. Um, yeah, we'll see what he can do the next month. They've got a lot of work to do. Uh, you people seem to believe if Mississippi State gets to fourteen SEC wins, that that could be enough. That would be finishing six and six. That's in conference play. They're eight and ten right now, yeah. Down the stretch. You do play tennis. Here's the problem. You could get swept by Tennessee. So easily. You're going to have to kind of figure that out. You either have to find a way to get one against them or
0: win the next three. Yeah. Two win two of the next three games in the in the three series. Right. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, you, you go to Missouri this weekend and uh Missouri is five and thirteen in SEC play. Yep. Ole Miss goes to Arkansas. Arkansas's twelve and six in SEC play and thirty one and nine overall. The Rebs will go to Fayetteville and the Dogs will go to Columbia. But what's weird is we get Rebs dogs again tomorrow night yep. in Pearl for the M Braves.
0: How much do you think I mean, they don't want the, to
1: play that game? <laughs> You know, I don't know. Competitor, I think, um, I, don't, I don't know. That's a good question. And we we all believe that this is kind of the beginning of the end. I don't know when the beginning was. But uh, of Mike Bianco's tenure at, in, old, in Oxford at Ole Miss. And we talked about that during the first segment. Um, a great run. It Blake, it doesn't usually end well for any coach at any level.
0: No, it rarely does. That's
1: just the way it is. Yeah. Um, it just you know, your time expires. Um now, Mike could flip this. I don't know who's gonna change, you know, who's gonna do what at the end of the season. Bianco may end up at like South Carolina or Kentucky. I don't I don't know. Maybe he switches with Dan McDonald and uh they flip. <laughs> and uh and, and Dan ends up in Oxford and Mike goes to Louisville and they you know how that, wild that would may that work, be. I don't know. How wild would
0: that be, given that Chris LeMondis and Dan
1: McDonald are best friends, so tight? Yeah. yeah, they'll be in the same state, 90 miles apart, played at the Citadel, were in each other's wedding. Dan McDonald was out at in
0: Omaha cheering on his friend. He okay. also eliminated his friend the two years before that. The first time they went in 19. Okay. Louisville beat Mississippi State. Okay. So right. yeah, that's uh.
1: Boy, that'd be some story right there, wouldn't it? Dan McDonald also eliminated, I think, Ron Polk in 2007. Way back in the day. Yeah, I think they lost to North Carolina game one. They did Louisville lose to North Carolina. I don't, remember I don't know Dan, if it was
0: flip-flop. I don't remember. I know they played North Carolina and lost. I, don't I know I was at one. the game, and that uh, all Louisville
1: did was hit home runs.
0: <laughs> and that was back when the In Rosenblatt. Yeah, I was about to say, that's when the Blatt That's right. Was, yeah, you could That's smash. when, it, so at
1: it, Rosenblatt out in Omaha at the College World Series, People rented those homes outside the stadium. And then also, a lot of those homes are converted into bars. It is the wildest thing I've ever seen. So it's kind of like Bellhaven jutted up to their uh, stadium. stadium, And when you walk in on the sidewalk, there's this row of houses. And then, of course, it turns. And, you know, you've got a 90-degree, and you've got another Mm -hmm. row of houses. And these people put their uh um tailgating chairs out in the yard and they hang out and they eat and drink but some of the some of the homes are restaurants and bars and we went in them you hang out and you've got eight di- we went early you got eight different fan bases that are doing their thing plus you have the people who come regardless if they're that year we had a bunch of Texas LSU and Florida State fans Pretty sure all three weren't in it. Maybe one mm-hmm. of the three. And they were all there tailgating, too. That's what Rosenblatt was prior to yeah. getting I never TD to, Ameritrade. Yeah, I
0: never yeah. got to go to the Blatt, um, but I I had heard amazing things. Yeah, uh, Clark, Texas, and says there were 17 home runs hit over the weekend. 17 bombs. In the three games. That's insane. All
1: right, let's give everybody this number, too. Mike Bianco was 34-30 and 30 after 2015. Against Mississippi State. Since then, he's four and eighteen.
0: What happened in twenty sixteen?
1: Well, Jake Mangum. Jake Mangum happened. All right. Well, let's drop that. Let's let's drop that audio. Out of bounds. ESPN one hundred five down the zone. Brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your auto and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Um, some big big games from Preston Johnson. Brad Cumbus, Hunter Hines, R.J. Yeager, uh, and Casey Hunt, among others, as MSU goes to Oxford after dropping Game One and takes the series. This is Chris Lamonas talking about the rivalry. They're invested. They are coming to the ballpark every day. We've had trials and tribulations, and they just keep fighting through it. A lot of Mississippi kids. The, you know, the Jake Mangum effect is a piece of it because Jake Mangum wasn't going to let anybody in that clubhouse lose. I can tell you that. And um, then our kids have just kind of carried on with it. But it's um, they've done a good job, that's for sure. And a lot of them were without me, those 18 and four. They're- that was Chris Limonis, uh talking about the rivalry between MSU and Ole Miss. And uh, I get it. A lot of people are tired of us talking about the Bingham effect is something that is unheard of. It's an outlier. I mean, this 30 he was 34 and 30. Mm-hmm. Cohen turned it. Well, I okay, got those so-
0: numbers, too. Oh, do you? Yeah, so that's what I was about to say. So
1: Cohen not only modernized your baseball program, and when he walked in, it was the worst baseball program as far as talent Mm -hmm. on the roster in the Southeastern Conference. But he flipped. Mike Bianco was chewing you up and spitting you out. He was winning two out of three. John flipped it, and then Mangum put gasoline on it. Yep. All right, go ahead,
0: oh, uh, Mike Bianco arrived at Ole Miss in 01, from yep. 01 to 08, because Cohen arrived in 09. From 01 to 08, Mike Bianco was 19 and 11. That's strong. 19 and 11. Dang.
1: Okay.
0: Since that moment, he's 19 and 27. Since since John Cohen was hired at Mississippi State, Okay. Mike Bianco's 19 and, and, and 27. Cohen's first year was 2009? They went 2 and 2. Ole Miss swept them in 2010, 4 and 0. And uh, since then, it's been pretty one-sided except for the year 2015 when Ole Miss went 4-0 again. All right. Yeah. It's been –
1: And that was a major rebuild. Cohen did not get to postseason play until year three when he drove them to the Super Regional against Florida. Mm -hmm. That actually went to game three. That's when the program started to turn the corner. Y'all know who were younger players on that team at that time, the Renfros and the Adam Fraziers and so on. Eventually, they would go to the deal in 2013. All
0: yeah, right. but um, Ole Miss, like I said, Ole Miss swept uh, John Cohen and Mississippi State in 2010, 4-0. Mm-hmm. And since then, from 2011 to 22, only one time has Ole Miss won the season series in terms of won three or more games, right, because they play four times. Okay. They went 4-0 and in 15. Three times they tied, 12-13-14, they went 2-2. Two and two. Every other time, Mississippi State's taken at least three or four games. Okay. It's just Is been, there
1: a year Mississippi State went 4-0?
0: Yeah, uh, more than once.
1: In so, old, hold on, Ole Miss went 4-0 in 2015.
0: Yep, right okay. before Jake Mangum got, got there. Got it. That was that big rebuild year for got Cohen. It. Then Cohen coaches 16 with Mangum. They okay. win the SEC championship that year. Um, State goes 3-1 and against Ole Miss. All right. um, and then 4-0 in 17 because Jake Mangum never lost in Oxford, and he never lost the Governor's Cup. I so about so it. that's two- right
1: because Mangum wanted to go out when he was acknowledged on the football field. He wanted to take all, all four, four governors, governor's cups. cups, and they're like, "That's not a good idea." I don't <laughs> know why. He said
0: he wanted to have a wagon, and he I was mean, just going to roll them out. I mean, it would have been great marketing.
1: Hey, yeah. I mean, Lane Kiffin hasn't let his his foot off the pedal on on letting Mississippi State know that he's two and zero against them yeah. in football. But go ahead, no,
0: and no reason should he. Just let it up. No, he he's should not. Keep, yeah, he should keep doing what he's doing. And he's he's the favorite to go three of those. It's okay. why when you pimp a home run, it's don't throw a pitch I can hit a home run on, right. sucker. Sorry, right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean Bianco again. Like we said, he starts nineteen eleven in his okay. first first one oh one to oh eight. Got it. And then since John Cohen arrived at Mississippi State, he's nineteen and twenty seven. Is Mike Bianco eight games under five hundred. And in recent years, he's four and eighteen, as we said, since since John since the Jake Mangum. So event. the
1: impact of Cohen and Mangum is hard to.
0: Oh, it's well, fund. and like you said, Cohen never gets the credit. We talked about this. He can't. It, I gave him credit I on this show. Sorry, the general credit, the, right? But yeah. there
1: there is a group, especially my age and older, but especially fifty five and older, mm-hmm. that can't give yeah. Cohen credit. Well, for what he, because they can't acknowledge. What a train wreck he was left.
0: Yeah. Well, Ron Polk. But I can. Ron Polk was getting his doors kicked in by Mike Bianco. So just, again, it was a 19 and 11 was Mike Bianco since before John Cohen. 19 and 11. That's two out of three. Right. 20 and 10, basically. 19 11. It's two out of three. Since that point, he's eight games under 500, 19 and 27. Mm-hmm. I don't know how else you quantify With a lot it. of talent. Yes. I mean, with, Mike Bianco. With a ton of talent. Has. I mean, a lot yeah. of talent. And so, like you said, I think it's easy to go to the Jake Mangum effect, and Chris Limonis is right in selling. I'd say it every time. <laughs> it's a it's super smart marketing. But Cohen changed everything. As you mentioned, Mangum was just gasoline on a fire that was already lit. 2017 was the year Mississippi State went for
1: 2017 and 2019. 2017, was that uh, Cannizzaro's one full season? Correct. They got went it. to okay. LSU
0: for a Super Regional. Okay. That was the year and they the,
1: beat. LSU was really good. That
0: was the year they beat Southern Miss in Had Scott Berry got thrown out.
1: Yes. Speaking of them, they're number 12, Warren Nolan. Southern Miss is number 12 in the country right now on Warren Nolan. They're 30 two and eight and they walk they had a walk-off run rule win on a grand slam
0: that's incredible
1: let let me walk you through that again they had a walk-off grand slam where they run ruled rice to sweep this weekend Mm, mm, mm. they're 32 and eight here's the only issue for southern miss 32-8 32-8 is amazing. I don't care where you play or what conference.
0: Or what sport. Or what sport. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's amazing. Scott yeah. Barry's done an amazing job. Tanner Hall, all those guys, all those young men are doing a wonderful job. Southern Miss strength of schedules, 86. Ooh. So keep an eye on that as we march through the next few weeks and we eventually get Selection Sunday for the NCAA Regionals. Um. If they keep winning, they're going to be one of the 16. But being a national with that kind of strength of schedule, I think is virtually impossible if you kind of look at the top 20 teams and their strength of schedule. But congratulations to uh, Southern Miss to the top. 32-8. And, and swept uh, the Rice Owls out of Houston, Texas. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. The show is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your auto and home and save with your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. And our caller line is 601-707-3750. We'll have Tom on Matt Corral at 830. Kyle Peterson, who called the games this weekend at 930 on the Corona Premier Guest Line.
2: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?